What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey everybody, we're back. Paul Ryan Frederick in the Clint MMA podcast on the Fight Media Network. I think this is our first time back on the free feed, Ryan. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, so we're here free. Hopefully, a lot of new listeners, and uh, we had a much deserved break. Some of it was planned, some of it was unplanned, and uh, but we're back, so, uh, and, and all of it was much needed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For both of us, I I didn't even realize, you know, I I did, uh, the, you know, the the time off of watching the stuff, covering the stuff, and and recording and everything was, yeah, it, it was great. We've been, I mean, I don't think you missed a show in like four years. No. Um, I, I missed a couple. Uh, you I think know, I missed. Holidays. I think I missed one whenever we were having that to rent whenever Texas froze yeah. over. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, Texas but nothing that you scheduled. No, nothing off. that. Yeah, nothing yeah. that. I've been here ever, you know, yeah, ever since. And, uh, so. Yeah, so yeah, but we're back, and uh, we got a show. UFC's back this weekend, so we're going to talk about that show. And uh, and again, you know, I've been off for so long, I couldn't have told you what the main event was. I completely forgot. I know now, uh, you know, because I do a little bit of research. But um, yeah, I, I was not. I know that the pay per view is next weekend. And I know it's in Toronto, and I know the title fights and everything. But I completely forgot. Well, I didn't forget that there was an event this weekend, but I forgot what the main event was. Um, but yeah, we're back. There's been a lot of fights announced, and we'll we'll get into that um in a uh in a bit uh but uh before we get into what's coming up in uh 2024 let's look back at 2023 and uh we'll we'll talk about some of our favorite fights our moments news stories fighters and we'll even do some predictions uh you know some bold predictions and we'll close it off by talking about i guess this would be our uh we got to talk about no that's uh, no we got to talk about what's coming up uh yeah, that's just what we're doing. <laughs> no name for the segment, just what we're doing. The um, opening segment. Round the one. opening segment. There you go. Round one, yeah. Uh, yeah, round one. Hey, I like that. Um, so, yeah, opening bell. Um, so, yeah, Ryan, uh, I, you know what? It's funny because um, 
I did the uh, the MMA. I just finished uh, recapping the year in MMA with Josh Nation on uh, on the F4W, and uh, at the end of it, he asks me uh, for my favorite fights, and I'm like, I I'm like, you took me off guard, man. And he's like, I, I hadn't even thought about it. And he's like, I told you before we recorded. I'm like, I don't remember. <laughs> he probably did, but I didn't remember. So I was kind of taken off guard. But you gave me notice. You told me yesterday, so uh, I'm uh, I'm pretty much uh, ready, but. Um, I mean, I would say, you know, you said fights, moments, news stories. For me, um, I, I will say a personal highlight was being at uh, the UFC event in uh, in March, um, you know, back in Vegas. Uh, my first time covering a show since before the pandemic. So that that's always, that was cool um, just to be there, see John Jones fight live, um, see Bo Nickel, um, you know, and, uh, and, and, you know, and, and some of the other stuff too. They had that, uh, that film, that movie, that was kind of kind of cool. But uh, yeah, just to be kind of back and into it and everything and being at the weigh-ins and just, you know, back to normal. I, I, I know you've done a few since the pandemic, but that was the first one for me. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this year was not like a huge, like newsworthy kind of year. Just one of the, you know, outside, of, I guess yeah, you could say outside, outside of Bellator being sold yeah. to PFL, PFL. But, you know, <clears throat> nothing like, I mean, and the UFC new drug testing, but I mean, nothing like super major, you know, and, and, I mean, Jones coming back. Um, yeah. And, and, yeah Jones and Ganu back leaving and, and, and actually Oganu leaving. I think the biggest story of the year might've been in Ganu uh, boxing Tyson Fury. Yeah. Yeah. Possibly. But you know, yeah. you know, we've had all these like crazy new, new yeah. years, you know, you know, this, this past year seemed relatively tame, tame to, to years past and possibly years coming. Oh, but, uh, you know what the new, I mean, the biggest UFC story would be uh, TKO. Yeah. You know, take, yeah. Taking over yeah. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. But that's not, that's, you know, they've been endeavors on them since a while. For well, a sure. While. But, but, being, being... but yeah, but I don't think, you know, you know, that's, you know, as far as like the MMA world, I don't think that, you know, them by them by WWE, you know, it doesn't, as it seemed to make a, make an impact probably the, more of an impact on, on the wwe side eh? yeah yeah so but uh but yeah this is just a year of a lot of events a lot yeah. of events a lot of fights a lot of really good fights nothing you know nothing yeah. like nothing like you would call like all-time great fight wise but just a lot of consistently really good fight good fights you know i would say you know probably best fight of the year was maybe alexander volkanovsky and islam makachev the first fight the first one yeah 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 maybe yeah i mean i you know i'm you know recency bias but i i really really like that uh uh that women's fight on the yeah, last Marina, show adonia and carol rosa yeah that was carol rosa, yeah that was a great fight another great i don't think uh, i don't think it was good as a the grosso shevchenko fight that you were at ufc two. Oh yeah you know yeah it's hard you know because i was so far away and but yeah i mean the moment of her winning, moment, like yeah, yeah. that. That was yeah, that was the best yeah. moment of the year, maybe. Yeah. Um, it, also, UFC 285 had that really awesome Jeff Neal Shafkat Rachmana fight. Yeah, so, yeah, so. yeah. That was that was real good. When it comes to overall moment, though, the one that kind of sticks out with me was was the Robbie Lawler retirement. Just, yeah, yeah. Just yeah, just everything that went into it, and then him knocking out Nico Price early in the first round, and just his emotions about all that, the video package they played immediately afterwards. Like I felt like that was the best overall moment of the year too. Yeah, I could, I could definitely see that. Um, I, I think another, I, I don't know. 
I, it's hard to say in a moment. I wouldn't necessarily call it the card of the year, but I what I re- one thing I really liked was that that UFC Noche, like just yeah. the atmosphere and yeah, everything that, was, that happened yeah. there. Yeah, I I thought that was, that was yeah. amazing. Yeah, and other speaking of other great cards, that last Austin show. December second. Yep. That was a fantastic show. To lots of you know, lots of really good shows. The UFC two eighty five you were at the Austin show, that Noche show, the you know Australia UFC two eighty four was great. UFC two ninety International Fight Week, like lots of really good UFC events this past year. Yeah, that that knockout um, on the same card as the, as the great women's fight, the Rose Dodd. I don't think we ever talk, we got a chance to talk about that one. That was on one of yeah. the shows being covered, but that Josh Emmett knockout. Oh my yeah, God. yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I mean, hope hope Bryce Mitchell. Like I said on Observer Radio, anybody miss it? Hope Bryce Mitchell's believes uh, gravity is real now because it's oh proof. my God. Yeah. So yeah, that was uh, that was something else. Um, I. Yeah, I, uh, I, yeah, it was a great, that was a great card. I mean, yeah, like you said, I mean, there's a lot of, lot of great cards this year, um, you know, and then, and then it gets like another kind of minor story, you know, is, well, kind of, I think part and parcel, like number one, I mean, the fact that they're still doing shows in the Apex and I mean, they may even do more next year um, is, yeah. is six something. Of, six of the first 13 UFC events are scheduled for the Apex this year ridiculous but but then also it i mean you correct me if i'm wrong but i'm not saying they're doing bad or anything certainly not i mean they're they're making money hand over fist but they are i think it it seems like the business is getting a little soft like no. i mean well go ahead no no i mean they had a ridiculous year at the gate like oh uh, oh definitely De- definitely but, but, I mean, but there were unsold tickets this year um you know Some, not many shows. i mean they they, no. they their their live shows drew 125 million and that was just on the ones that were reported there was like three or four that didn't get a gate reported so that was on like i don't know like something like 20 less than 20 shows come on and uh, but and but i mean you know in the pay-per-view i don't think they did a ton of business on pay-per-view um, no no we'll which, get kind of get into it into which is later. i mean although if you think about it let's say you know whatever let's let's say they averaged hmm like you know, maybe 225. 225. So that would be what a three million buys for the year. So they're grossing on that three million. Um, well, I guess yeah, you know, it's still it's like 90 million. Um, what'd you say they gross in ticket sales? Like 125. So there I you go. So ticket sales, ticket sales surpassed pay-per-view, probably. When's that happened? Like I I that that may ever. Like probably going back to the dark ages. No, no, no. It didn't surpass. I mean, if you did two, if they averaged two hundred twenty-five thousand buys and they had thirteen, they had thirteen pay-per-view events. That's two hundred thirty-four million. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, you're, you're eighty my bucks mouth is off. Yeah, my mouth is off. Yeah, because yeah, they don't. It's not the half, right? Like that they used to have. It's no, all the revenue. Plus, going they to, get they get a flat fee anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They get the. They, I mean, they're getting paid. Was it two between two fifty and three hundred million for over three hundred million. Right? Over yeah, over three hundred. Okay. But still, I mean, that's uh, you know, like 125 million. I mean, it's nothing to shake a stick stick at, and um, and it just shows. And and that was with, I mean, really only one marquee, you know, big huge draw fighting, you know, John Jones on that one fight. I mean, they sold the MSG tickets based on on um, on Jones being there, but you know, they still did like a, what 12, 12 and a half, 
there. That and then the the Vegas show at the end of the year did like what nine five? Yeah, like not yeah. Which with well, nothing on top. Like let's let's be honest. They're they're WWE now. They're yeah. They're yeah. the brand. The brand. The brand is going to sell the majority of the tickets, and then you're then you're the people who legitimately draw are going to make the make the difference. And yeah, they're yeah. Make like, the difference on the t- on the ticket prices too. So. Yeah, and and certain people will draw in certain markets, which yeah. is probably similar in WWE. Like I would think now that Tom Aspinall is a, a heavyweight champion, um, you know he's going to draw in England for sure. Maybe we'll even start drawing in the in the US. I I, I do believe he's pretty marketable. Um, Yuri Pachowska certainly has a potential to be a draw. Uh, Sean uh, Sean Strickland. I always have to correct myself because I want to say Shane. Um, <laughs> Sean Sean Strickland is a guy that I think is becoming a draw. Shane, um, Shane Strickland might be coming to draw. Who knows? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> not end, for yeah. not for UFC. Um, not for you. Yeah, but yeah. but Shane, uh, uh, Sugar Shane. You know, Sean. Sean, Sean, Sean. Sugar Sean. Yeah, like there's another one. Yeah, yeah. Those Miami ticket prices are pretty expensive, but they do have a loaded card. We'll get into that. We'll yeah. get into that one later. But uh, yeah, that's yeah. that's going to be a big big one for Sean O'Malley. Uh, I mean, Ilya Tuberia, if he becomes featherweight champion and they go to Spain. That'll yep. open up that market big. They're going back to Mexico. Mexico, you know, with Brandon Moreno and Yair Rodriguez and a bunch of me- bunch of Mexican UFC fighters. Like that's that's Korea could probably even like if they if they did a show in the Middle East, um, you know, that's not that far from Spain and he'd probably do really well there too. Yeah, well they're they're, they're looking at Spain and I think, you know, if he becomes champion that, that makes it easier. And, uh, Would they do an outdoor yeah. show there? No, they got indoor arenas. Well, I know they do, but I'm just thinking like I know that there's some pretty cool outdoor venues there and like uh, you know, they, they could sell a ton of tickets. They'll do they'll do indoor indoor okay. venue. venue. Yeah. yeah, they're gonna run the spear this year, so yeah, that'll that'll, pro- that'll be a big money show right that's there. That's for Noche, right? Yeah, uh that's for independence Me- Mexican independence week, but I've I've heard I can't confirm or deny or deny whether or not it's gonna be the September pay per view. There's been talk about it. So so they so they they would make it a pay per view again, not I because yeah. I thought maybe they would do Fight Night again. Yeah, but, yeah. Uh, so so I, that, I mean that was that, I, I got to say that was such a big show in terms of like getting, you know, I I think they probably got a lot of new um, uh, eyes that don't normally watch UFC a big events to watch that show specifically. You know, probably a lot of uh, people of Mexican descent. If, yeah, I um, mean if I'm. If I'm ESPN and my, if I'm UFC and ESPN, I know that's in in the very start of college football, but I'm pushing to get that show on ESPN, not ESPN Plus. Put it on, put it on big ESPN be, because you yeah. get that you get that uh you get the you can market to the Hispanic viewing audience audience especially you can utilize ESPN Deportes better yep. Yep. better and you get that atmosphere of that first show in the sphere being on yeah. national television. That'd be so cool. Get the outside shots of, you know, probably putting up the Mexican flag on the sphere and stuff. And yeah, that, that because, would be really cool. Because that's the one thing about the the sphere thing so far is you, I mean, YouTube videos aside, if people take, take it, like you haven't been able to see an event in, inside of that venue unless you've been in Vegas, Vegas. So, you know, being able to broadcast something and doing it on national television would be a probably a huge feather in the cap for the, for that place too, you know? Um, so let's talk about our fighters of the year. 
Um, speaking of uh, speaking of Yossi Noche, I I think Lex Grasso has got to be considered. Um, I, I don't know if she wins, but um, she had a pretty great year. <laughs> yeah, female fighter of the year. I mean, she's got the one oh, female over. fighter of the year for sure. Yeah, I, she's I got think. the win over. She take a second fight was a draw. It's hard to put her. It's hard to hard to say. So, yeah, but just like fights. I, it's more like seeing when I think of fighter of the year, like I'm not necessarily thinking who's the main draw, but I'm just thinking like who had a big year, and um and and I think I definitely am considering her because, um you know not winning the title was enough and then defending it. I mean it was a draw, but she defended it and she was in the main event of a really big show. I'd say, and to me that's that's counts for something. Yeah, I would say the top um, two on the list should be Sean Strickland and Isla Makachev. Yeah, yeah, and Leon Edwards not too far behind. Yeah, um, Edwards not too far behind. Yeah, but uh, I would, I think if I'm doing like if I'm submitting, I can't remember if it's uh, one. I know we both vote in the Observer Awards. I haven't done my ballot yet, but I, I, I haven't done mine. I don't think I will. Will just I didn't see oh. enough wrestling, wrestling <laughs> to justify. Fair enough. But if the, if there's three in the MMA, I think I'm putting. I think I I just slide Alexa ahead of Edwards in the top three just to do it. You know, and I because I don't yeah. think he actually qualifies male or female, so I w- I would just want no, to give Alexa yeah. some love. Yeah, um, two plus C had a nice year too. Yeah. To knock up. I mean, there's that women's M- that women's MMA yeah. MVP. That's definitely Alexa Grasso. Absolutely, Award, yeah. So. Um, uh, Alex Pereira had a had a pretty big year. He did uh, lose. To, he did lose to Adesanya. That I that's mean, true. That's he true, did yeah. did have the two big light heavyweight wins wins, but uh, you know that. Adesanya lost, you know, kind of knocks it down just a slight bit. Yeah. Brendan Allen, <laughs> you know, a little bit of, you know, three three submission wins. I mean, obviously, and Benoit Saint-Denis as well, yeah. you know, kind of, you know, not the high-profile wins, but yeah. um, Just, definitely. Justin, Justin Gaethje, you know. He, yep. He had two big wins. So the, the thing about it is a lot of the, the big-name fighters, you know, they only fought twice this year. Yeah. Yeah, was, exactly. You know, Aspinall, is, we didn't make we got to mention Aspinall too. 2K, yeah, two K, yeah. two two uh wins by knockout. Yeah. Um, especially the Pavlovich one doing that on two weeks' notice with the with yeah. the with the blown out back. Yeah, that that so. was insane. I, I my guess is gonna be Strickland will take this yeah, in most yeah. people's awards though. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean he already has, yeah. You know. Yeah, so. I haven't really like I've been kind of off the radar. Again, when I did that thing with Josh, when we got to the last quarter, like there were so many news things that I was like I was hearing for the first time because uh, I've just been trying to like I shut my brain off of MMA for for a little while. So um, and I, I obviously knew about the big stuff and we'll talk about some of that uh, later on in the show. But uh, uh, yeah, so I think that's all that. So um, I guess we can do our bold predictions. OK, um, I'll let you go first. Yeah, we'll go one at a time. So okay. all right. My uh, you know, the, because I'm, I'm also keeping track of these. So OK. Did you um, keep track of last year's or no? I, no, no. No, I, I didn't, didn't either. I didn't. Okay. I, I don't know what we kind of did last year, but I don't remember either. I, yeah. I I have a feeling it's something about John Jones with you, but yeah. I can't remember. Uh, my my number one is is it's it's going to be a little bit early, and it'll probably be later on in the year, maybe third or fourth quarter. But the UFC signs a new media rights deal with ESPN. Okay, and, e- and only and only ESPN. Okay, so that is kind of bold because I know there's some talk about maybe multiple platforms and yeah, and and even signing in 2024 is is bold because technically they could wait until 2025. 
but they, they could they could but the the tendencies are are yeah. to get a deal done before you head into your to your lame duck here like nascar finalized nascar their new deal doesn't start till 2025 but they finalized it in the last quarter of 2023 so that yeah. way they they knew like they don't have to worry about that this year and and yeah, so I think, no, that I think it's I think it's going to be a similar situ, situation that I, I expect it probably, you know, later on in the year, probably fourth quarter of the year. Okay. Uh, I will have a bold prediction then. And I I think this is bold. Good. Um, I think that John Jones will not fight in the year 2024. Wow. Yeah. I hope he does. I hope I'm wrong, but I just have a feeling. But yeah. by the end of 24, we'll probably have a fight lined up. And, yeah, and yeah. I think it's going to be Aspinall. I... I, as, a, as a side note to this same prediction, Jones and Miosic is never happening. I, I just, yeah, I, yeah. I mean, Jones did go undergo elbow surgery this week, this past week. It's just he needed it. He, you know, he's already done the that's pec, at least six surgery, but he's but he's already but it's also coincides with the recovery from the pec injury. So okay, so it's not so it doesn't it's not, add to it's, anything. It's okay. not going to add any anything. But he's been on social media the last two days because Tom Aspinall was chirping. So John, of course, is chirping back, and John has made it clear that it's still Stepe that he's. Yeah, I, I know they're Stipe, saying that, and Stepe has made it clear that it's still John as well. So. Okay, so maybe that's even bold too, but I, I'm yeah. not counting it as my fish person. I'm just saying I don't think it's happening. Yeah, but you know, if it does, it does. I don't. I'm much more interested in Aspinall, but I know Miosic is a bigger name. So. Yeah. Our bodies come in different shapes and sizes, so doesn't it make sense that our weight loss plans should too? That's the beauty of Noom. They build a personal plan that factors in dietary restrictions, medical issues, and other personal needs so your plan works for you. Noom doesn't restrict or shame when you want to treat yourself. Their flexible program focuses on progress instead of perfection. You don't have to give up carbs or anything. And with their daily lessons, you can learn something new about your food choices every day. After just a few days of using the app, I learned how to recognize cues for overeating and how to choose the right foods to feel full. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M dot com. And check out Noom's first ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, for 100 healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available to buy now wherever books are sold. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right. Um, my number two, two is Francis Nagano does not fight in MMA in 2024. I I agree with that one. I, uh, we know he's got the Anthony Joshua fight lined up in March, and I just think he'll just stick with boxing. I think he's going to be me. You know, he got that. You know, he got that bag in the boxing. Everybody wants to say wants to throw the whole fumble in the bag comments every, mm-hmm. in everybody's face. Face. Let's let's be honest. He was offered twenty five million dollars for three UFC fights, and he chose to go to the PFA, PFL on the boxing route. And and the only and he got paid, he got paid ten million for the Tyson Fury Fury fight. But the fact that it ended the way it did made it made it worthwhile for the. He'll probably fighting. get double that for his next fight. They were only talking about ten million for the Anthony Joshua fight. Oh really? Oh okay. Uh, yeah. Which I mean, you know, but uh. But the next Fury, a second Fury fight, especially if he beats Joshua, that's where he's going to make the money. Oh, money. I'll buy that fight. So, but, <laughs> I, I, mean, I mean, I'll, I'll go right out. Yeah, like, I whole, had no interest in the first one, but I'll buy the rematch. I say the whole fumble in the bag thing would be like, like, okay, yeah, he made ten million. He made ten million for the Fury fight, but had he been embarrassed in that Fury fight and knocked out, knocked out, what was he going to do? Go back to PFL and PFL, he'd have to fight the way PFL was going to pay him. He'd have to fight 10 times just to equal what the UFC was going to pay him for three fights. Yeah. So, yeah. so, I mean, he, no, you he know, took a gamble. Everybody and, and goes he, like he fumbled the bag. Like, like there was potential he could have fumbled the bag, but he took the gamble and it paid off. And now absolutely. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. I am going to predict that I have two here. I'm trying to think of which one to go first. Okay. Um, I will predict that a UFC champion will leave the company uh, while champion, similar to what Francis Ngannou did. Okay, it'll be over. A, it'll be over money, you know. Obviously, that's a bold one. Yeah. Okay, my third one is uh, Conor McGregor fights Nate Diaz before the end of twenty twenty four. Nice. So does he? Does he also fight Chandler? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's gonna fight twice in twenty. So that's good for UFC then, if if they're in a contract year, because that'll bring up their pay per view numbers. Yeah, I think Nate will come back. Come back. Yeah, they got that whole rumored boxing match with Masvidal, but uh, but uh, yeah, I think Nate, you know, and maybe they do it at MSG. So yeah, that'd be good. That'd be. I mean, and then they can go for that gate record. Yeah, uh, which they will get if if they do that fight. Uh, that's you know i mean it's hard I, to say they will get because it, it really depends on what happens when connor fights chandler that's true true be. true yeah if connor loses to chandler that does hurt him a bit he, yeah he uh yeah I, I think it hurts him a lot i think you know yeah i shouldn't yeah with him. not just a bit yeah i mean but if it's i mean if they do like a three-round war and he loses a decision that's probably okay but if he gets if he gets knocked out or submitted yeah that really yeah if he gets knocked out or submitted i don't know that he fights again yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um, and that fight probably doesn't go the full 15 minutes, I don't think. 25. Um, or 40. Or is, that, or is it five rounds? Okay. Um, yeah, I guess, yeah, it'll be the main event. Um, all right. For my third one, uh, I am going to predict that 
someone currently under contract to UFC or sorry, someone currently under contract to WWE will uh, sign for a fight in UFC. That's a real bold prediction. Yeah. Um, but I, 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 I got to swing for the fences here. Yeah, that's a bold prediction because there's only one I could see doing it. I see. I could see a few. Uh, Lashley, um, uh, Chad Gable. Uh, mm, mm, Punk, I suppose. Um, no. Although, no, no. Um, yeah, I don't know who else. Lashley, <laughs> Lashley's 47. Shayna Baszler. The one I was thinking would be Gable Steveson. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good one. Yeah, um, I, Damon Camp on obviously, honestly too. Um, you know, but I mean, you know, Damon Camp doesn't have a big enough name that that it would make any sense. But um, Gable Steveson definitely would. But that would be more of like a, that would be more of like okay, he's not doing WWE, he's going to UFC, and that's going to be his future. Like yeah. that wouldn't be like a just a one shot deal. Um, I could see Lashley, like you know thinking he wants to do it in UFC. You know, he's got a big enough record that if they decided they wanted to push him, you know, it might have some interest, but you need the right opponent. But he's 47 also. That's you true. Worry, yeah. You got to worry about worry yeah. about the commission clearing him. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Um I I think uh I think uh Chad Gable would be interesting. But but he'd need a lot of time to train. Like, yeah. you know, probably like 9 months. Um, he'd but, he'd be have to start right now. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. Yeah, he's thirty. He's thirty-seven. He's about to be thirty-eight two times. Oh, really? Him. I didn't think he was that old. I, I no, thought he was yeah. like thirty-four. No. Um, because that's a guy. I think if he would have gone into MMA instead of um pro wrestling, he he might have done okay. Uh, you know, yeah. he'd be like Henry Cejudo. I bet. You know, like that kind yeah. of guy. You know, yeah, like, yeah. He'd have to lose lose weight because I mean he's yeah. five eight and he, five eight around two hundred pounds. Yeah, he'd like, be. Yeah, he'd, he'd have to be, get down to about one thirty-five. Maybe yeah, I could probably get down 145, maybe 155. Yeah, 155 be tough. He'd have to yeah. he'd have to have power if he was at 155. Yeah, but it's that's why they call it a bold prediction, right? Yeah. Maybe there's somebody we're not even thinking of, you know. And and I mean, and really, like we we mentioned the women. There, I mean, there could be some women that uh, you know that, that we're not thinking of. Valerie Loretta, um, you know, it's a possibility. Um, but I, I don't think so. But it's possible. Um, but yeah, that's that's honestly probably the most likely. Of any of them, and I mean, by most likely, I'd say like two percent, you yeah. know. Like, but she's the most recent one to have fought. So, um, and I mean, she did okay in Bellator. Not nothing to write home about. Uh, okay, so I think that's it for our uh, opening round, right? Well, we want to do our predictions. On oh, right, right for uh, yeah, champions the, in each division. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At the okay. end of twenty twenty four. Yeah. Okay. So, <laughs> um, heavyweight. Uh, I will say, well, I'll say it's still John Jones because he hasn't defended, but I'll also say Aspinall is still the interim champion unless they make him the the linear champion. Yeah, I, I mean, I think if John Jones doesn't fight this year, they're gonna they're gonna make Aspinall the the legit champ. Okay, so do you, do you agree that it's Aspinall? Or are you gonna still say Jones or? Uh, John Jones is my, still my pick. My pick. Okay. I think he's gonna fight again, and I think he's gonna, and I think he's gonna not. I think uh, he's going to fight Stipe, win, and I don't think he's going to quite walk away yet. Okay. Uh, <laughs> and I'll let you start with uh, light heavyweight. I'm going to go Yuri Prochaska. Okay. Uh, I, I'm i just going to go with the uh, 
easy pick and say um, Alex Pereira. Okay. Uh, so middleweight, uh, I uh, I will go with uh, uh, Israel Adesanya. Yeah, I, th- I had the same thing. I think Adesanya is going to get the belt back in there before the year's up. Okay. If there's a title change, I'm going to take a wild card and say Brendan Allen. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think we're going to have multiple title changes at middleweight this year. Okay. Fair enough. I'm, yeah, I'm, I mean, and it could be as I, soon as next week, right? I'm feeling, I'm feeling it's going from Strickland to the Duplessis to Adesanya. That makes sense. That makes that makes a lot of sense. Um, yeah, and I mean, if Duplessis wins, I think Adesanya's uh, comeback uh, time becomes a lot quicker. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, okay. So for welterweight, I'll let you go. You know, I had a tough one thinking this because this is not a knock to lean on Edwards, but I think Shavkat Rachmanov. He's going to get that a title was, shot this year and win it. That was my pick as well. So yeah. we're, we're getting a little boring here, but um, I yeah, I have a hard time picking against Rachmanov right now. Yeah. Sorry, Bilal. Um, <laughs> lightweight, uh, I say Makachev retains for the whole year. Yeah. I <laughs> hate to be redundant, but yeah, I think he does it too. Does it too so. Okay. Uh, I don't even like. I'm looking at the contenders, and I don't even see anybody. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know that Oliveira can do it. I don't know if Gaethje can do it. Yeah, I mean, and I can't really think of think of a wild card who's going to step up. Like, like middleweight. Like middleweight. I was like sitting there thinking, like thinking, but I don't think Bo Nickel is going to get a title shot. This no, year. Yeah. but he might be. The, he might be like. I mean, he will be a champion someday. Yeah. But. Yeah, stuff like that. Like, I don't see see a guy who's coming up at lightweight who's going to be, uh, you know, getting a title shot this year. So, Comsot could, you know, kind of sneak in there, but I don't think it. I don't think it'll happen. But yeah, I'm, I'm not. I, after yeah, after, that last fight. Yeah, after that la- after his last two fights, and then just his, you know, you don't pay attention to the social media, no media stuff, but the things he says on social media, like. Like I'm not convinced he's long for this sport. So okay, okay. Well, that's that's fair enough. Uh, all right, featherweight. Uh, I had a tough time with this one. I think Alexander Volkanovsky is going to make it through the year. That's good. Um. All right. I am. I'm just to be different. I am going to say uh, Max Holloway. Okay. Uh, and he's going to beat Ilya Taporia for the title. Okay. So that's uh, all right. Uh, bantamweight, I'll uh, I'm gonna say Mirab. <laughs> yeah, I have Mirab as well. <laughs> okay, wow, but <laughs> that's we definitely didn't talk about it. Yeah, yeah, but uh, I mean, the Sahuda fight's interesting, and uh, yeah. I really kind of think I think whoever wins that fight's gonna end the year as the champion. I mean, and and not to discredit O'Malley because he can yeah. very easily retain the title for the whole year but yeah and i'm sure ufc wants him to yeah um but mirab as champion would be fun yeah <laughs> I, I do think that uh yeah. especially if aljermaine turns on him so yeah. i want to see well aljermaine's, never gonna happen, up, but... aljermaine's moving up to 145 anyway I know, so it I doesn't know. matter yeah we should have picked him um all right yeah i guess you get flyweight uh you know i had to think about this one but based on who i think get title shots this year this year and the hard thing is is I'm only looking at titles being defended twice each, twice yeah. each. You know that's a hard yeah. thing too. The way that this past year, but I'm going to say Brandon Moreno. 
Yeah, that was, I mean, that was a guy I was looking at and probably a good pick. I'm just gonna, I'm gonna say Manel Cop. Okay. Yeah, just to be different. I do think he'll get a shot at the end of the year and shock the world. Yeah. Well, probably not that shocking. Um, all right. And then we got the women. Uh, they uh, they only have two, three divisions now. Yeah. Um, all right. So for women's uh, straw weight, uh, I guess that'd be me. Um, I think we're going to get a Chinese. I think we're going to get a Chinese versus Chinese fight. Yan and, and Zhang Weili. And I think, uh, Yan Janan wins the title. Wow. So that's two predictions right there. Yeah, I had a tough one. I, uh, I do think that fight's going to happen. And the one I was debating, throwing in there, was also Tatiana Suarez. Yeah, that's a but good I, one. But I think Whaley Zong will keep, will keep the, the title. Okay. Keep the title. Um, all right. And then uh, we got, uh, I was just looking for the, Bantamweights and yeah, there's no champion. That's why. Okay, uh, Alexa. Uh, sorry, uh, flyweight. Alexa Grass was a champion. Yeah, yeah. You think uh, she keep you it right? Or? No, I think Valentina is going to get it back. You think Valentina's going to get it back? I do. Yeah. You think she'll end the year? I think Aaron Blanchfield's going to end the year as a champion there. Okay, she's she's real young, right? Like 23 yeah. or something. 22, 23, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. That's, I hope you're right. I really do because I, I'd love to see a long term dominant champion. And I mean, we had that for a long time here, yeah. but I think Blanchfield is uh, very, very marketable. Um, and then the, uh, the, this one, this is a wild card. Um, women's bantamweight. Yeah. This is the, this was the one that it's the weakest division they have. Do you want me to go? Sure. I I'm saying Myra Buena Buena Silva. Okay, okay. Um, <laughs> you know who I'm gonna say? Pena. <laughs> no. We should take. We should take. Yeah. No, I I you know I'm just I'm just gonna swing for the fences on this one. If I get it right, I'm a genius. If I get it wrong, well, everybody knows I'm an idiot anyways. Um, no, I think I think she looked so good in her last fight. I think yeah. I think I think maybe they do Tate and Holm again. Um. And then she wins that and gets title shot, and then yeah. maybe wins. And I think who's it? Pen, who's Pennington fighting? Uh, is it uh, Ketlin Vieira Silva. or Silva? Silva. Okay. Yeah. So, so you figure Silva's going to win and then retain the belt through for the year, probably uh-huh. defend it once. Yeah. I mean, so then I, you know we'd be looking at Tate and Buena Silva, and I, yeah, I think you know I could see a world where Tate beats her. I, I mean, definitely Buena Silva would be favored in that fight, but. Yeah. Um, you know, especially if she submits home again, um, I do think she would get a title shot just based on her name. And uh, mm-hmm. so, yeah, I mean, it's I'm talking myself into something here, but, you know, that's what we do. Uh, I think it's more likely she's retired at the end of the year than she loses a title, but uh, I'll be hoping for it. Um, and, if, and if I trust me, I'll be reminding people if if uh, if I if I get that one right. Yeah. All right, so that's it for that. Uh, now let's look ahead to 2024, and uh, we'll start with the regional schedule. And uh, looks like there's a show on Amazon Prime this week uh, yeah. with one on uh, on Friday Friday night. So they're still doing that, eh? That Amazon Prime thing. Maybe yeah, uh, Raw's going to be on there soon too. Yeah, this is one fight night 18, and I think the 18 signifies how many people watch it. Yeah. Because I'm looking at this card, and there's nobody fighting on this card. 
Um, main event is Shamil Gazanov and Ho Taik O. So uh, pat yourself on the back if you've heard of any of those people. Juan Il Kwan, I do believe I've seen him fight before. Um, he's he's longtime one veteran um, back to like 2019. So yeah, I think he was might have been on that one Prime show that I did watch. Uh, but uh, yeah, that's uh, not a marquee card for my strength. <laughs> Um, so we've, uh, we've also got an Elve show Friday night, uh, basically head to head on UFC fight pass, uh, and, uh, scrolling down here. There's a MMA Bushida show on the zone from, uh, whatever country that is Germany, I think. Um, and Shamrock FC on fight. That's, um, and, uh, unified MMA. Uh, oh, that's the following week. Okay. Yeah. So that's it. That's it. That's, uh, not much else. Uh, I don't. Did I miss anything? I don't think so. No, no, no. I'll see who's if anybody interesting is on this Shamrock card. Uh, Cody Carrillo. Good lord, um, that's the biggest name, but he's been around forever. But he's got like a losing record now. Sixteen and twenty-two. Yeah. Yeah, I, I've definitely, I've definitely seen him before. I don't know where, but name sounds familiar. Just looking, looking back at his. Oh yeah, he fought in Bellator for a while. Um, that's where I know him from. Titan FC as well. So, yeah, uh, not a huge weekend in MMA, but uh, we do have the return of UFC. Uh, UFC fight night back in our favorite location, the Apex. Uh, afternoon into the evening show starts at uh, 4 p.m. Eastern. Um, and a big uh, light heavyweight fight in the main event. Uh, could be a title eliminator. Um, should be really right. It's a rematch from uh, the Saudi Arabia show. Yeah, the or, the, the or U- UIA, no UIA, United Arab Emirates, right? Abu Dhabi, the UFC Abu Dhabi, before, yeah. yeah, the, the controversial finish yeah. in the Magomed Ankalaev and Johnny Walker. They they wanted to get their hands on each other after that fight was was stopped due to some shenanigans, and now they get their chance this time over five rounds. Yeah, I don't think it's going to go five rounds, but um, yeah, this is this is a weird one. I think it could be because because I mean, you know, the first fight for those who don't remember, Ankalaev landed an illegal knee. I think it was like the second illegal, illegal knee he landed. Yeah, in that fight, and then Johnny Walker. We had that goofy goofy doctor. You know, yeah. Walker was saying he could he could fight, or he might have said he couldn't fight. Maybe maybe he said both things and. Doctor said he couldn't fight, and Johnny Walker was sitting there trying to fight afterwards. And Uncle I was trying to go after, and they were trying to go after each other. And uh, Dana White, security, and even Dana White had to get in to keep them separated, and and all that. Walker so, didn't know uh, where he was, um, although he probably did. He just didn't know what country United Arab M or what country uh, Abu Dhabi was in, um, and uh, or he didn't. Did he where say he was. something like the Middle East or something? No, the desert. The desert, yeah. Yeah, where are true. you? The desert, yeah. It's true, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Um, and and honestly, yeah, and I mean, the guy I talked about is a uh, potential future champions also fighting Manel Cop and Mateus Nichol. So back to that main event, though, um, is um, it, it is I mean, if Uncle I have wins, I know Dana said that. Well, didn't he tell him that he's never getting a title shot after he, he had that awful? He he didn't say he's never getting a title shot, but but he's like. You know, he's one of those like, like if they don't want to do it unless it, it's the only choice, kind of. If, so he's got to knock out Walker to get a title shot, basically. I feel like it. Yeah, because like yeah, that was Dana was pissed. He can't that, have he can't have a boring twenty five minute to yeah minute forty nine forty six decision across the board. 
that, that uh, what was it? Who was that? He fought Jan Blakovich. Jan Blakovich. Yeah. 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 And, and just like, he just can't, can't have a fight like that, a fight like that. So. All right. Well, it's, it's a big fight at, uh, at light heavyweight though. Um, you know, yeah. to start it's, off the year. It's inside the apex, smaller, smaller octagon. Johnny Walker's a little crazy. Uncle Live can get crazy. These two got heat. So, so it could be, could be wild and crazy again, or, it could be just Ankaliyev just boring the shit out of everybody. Yeah, which, I mean, if it's the former, it's too bad it's not in front of fans. If it's the yeah. latter, well, it's probably a good thing. Um, probably a good thing. Probably a good yeah. thing. It's, it's it's a fight they chose to go against the uh, go against Taylor Swift. Taylor <laughs> so, Swift and the NFL playoffs. Um, well, I was talking about the Chiefs game being. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. That, okay, gotcha. That's the gotcha. joke. Yeah. <laughs> oh okay. Yeah. Sorry, I thought maybe there's like a concert in Vegas. No. Um, I, yeah, I didn't realize it was the Chiefs that they were going up against. So, yeah, nobody's watching this show. Well, I mean, that's, that game is on Peacock, which is just uh, of all the games. <laughs> well, you know what, though? That'll get people watching Peacock. Um, so I yeah, guess that's the that's idea. Good, yeah. I'm uh, I, I'm not even going to be – like, I will watch the show, but I may not watch it till you know – I definitely won't be watching live, but I, I will watch it either later that night or the next day. But I got a really busy day on Saturday. Actually. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, and there's, uh, there's a couple, I mean, there's a couple really fun fights on this card, a couple of really big names. So you got your work cut out for you this week in giving us three fights to watch. Cause I think it's gonna be tough to find only three. Well, I got three. Uh, there was a list of about four or five, but I got, yeah. I got yeah. three, my three favorite ones here. Okay. The first one is the co-main event flyway fight. Matthias Nicolau against Manel Cop. uh, you know, anybody who's listening to the show knows that I'm a big supporter of Manel Kopp. I think he's a, think he's a future flyweight champion. I didn't put him on my end of the year because, you know, I I just don't know if he'll get a title shot this year because he's got to he's got to climb a climb a pretty steep ladder. But uh, I mean, if he if he finishes Nicolau and you know that's a that's a huge jump right there and possibly possibly could get a shot before the end of the year, depending on how things work out in the division and how often guys are fighting. But it's a rematch from a, from a cops, uh, or Nicolau's uh, return to the UFC. Uh, oh yeah. Yeah. They fought in March, 2021 inside the apex too. So, so, uh, so uh, Nicolau won a split decision, uh, split decision, but it was one of those controversial split decisions. It was, uh, I believe every media member scored the fight for cop. So, uh, so yeah, I mean, you know, so big fight for both of those guys, both these guys, Nikolai wants to prove that, that, you know, he, you know, he can beat cop and cop wants to show like, Hey, you judges screwed me last time. I'm going to make sure we don't go to the decision this time. So yeah. Yeah. Very good fight. I mean, cops won four straight since then, since then, uh, uh, Nicolau's, he's coming off that loss to, uh, Lost to Brandon Royval, but after that, he had after the cop fight, he won three out of four. So, yeah, pivotal fight for both guys. And and Royval is, you know, yeah. like I mean, he just he just went he the just distance with the, the champ yeah. and yeah. and and looked good. I yeah. yeah, number two on my list, Jim Evan Miller. Why yeah, why would it not be? Why would it not be? Find Gabriel Benitez. I know everybody is just like, why is Jim Miller fighting in early January? Where where you know when UFC 300s in April, he's on, he's on, he's penciled in for a spot at UFC 300. Just a matter of coming out of this unscathed, and uh, and yeah, but Miller, he's won four out of his last five. 
five last fought in June, one one and twenty three seconds. Uh, Gabriel Benitez hasn't fought since August of twenty twenty two. Has lost four of his last six fights. This kind of feels like a safe fight for for Jim Miller, and he's also extending his UFC record for for most fights all time. Also trying to extend his record for most UFC wins all time. And you know he's he's not done yet. And everybody, he also said this past week. You know the whole talk of fighting at UFC three hundred and retiring. He said he's going to go on after that. So so if he gets a win here win here and then another win there like we're talking about jim miller jim miller in the year 2024 being a ranked lightweight so yeah i mean so, that'd be yeah. crazy be crazy but yeah but yeah very you know it's always fun to watch a jim miller fight especially you know most most fights all time and you know he's he's a legend of the sport you know so so you know not not you know not like you know legendary like as a champion but just legendary for being one of those Hard-nosed fighters, you know, like like the Matt yeah. Browns and the Cerrones and stuff like He's that. He's an OG. OG, yeah. And my third fight on this, I'm actually going to go with a fight that is buried in the middle of the prelims, but is a super interesting fight. Oh, I know what one you're going with. Bantamweight fight, Freak yeah. Basharat and Taylor Lapalus. Yeah. Basharat's 11-0, 10 finishes, you know, has looked fantastic. And Lapalus, uh, back in the UFC, UFC second fight since returning, coming off that win over Callan Lofren. Uh, he's won six in a row and uh, nine of his last 10, 10 and what, like 15 of his last 17. Ridiculous, really good fighter. He's eight, 19 and three, three, you know. So, uh, this, this is a very high level fight right there. And, and, you know, it's, Right smack in the middle of the prelims. Really should be a main card fight. Oh, but, yeah. Uh, that's a that's a fantastic matchup right there. All right. I, I agree. Um, all right. For, for our undefeated fighters, we got Tom Nolan making his UFC debut, coming in off the Contender Series. He's got four straight uh, knockouts um, and three of them in the first round. So um, definitely a guy to look out for um, at uh, at lightweight. And he's going up against Nicholas Moda, who is very beatable. Um, and then the furry Bosch route that you already mentioned, um, yeah. is, you know, against Taylor Lapalus, a lot of, a lot of one loss fighters here. Another guy, I got him. We brought up an OG and Jim Miller. I mean, this yeah. fight is going to suck, but got to give some love to Andre Orlovsky yeah, right here on, yeah, yeah. on the first card of 2024. Um, and you know, I mean, this is a guy that may, had his first fight in 1999. Um, so 25 yes. years U- later, his first UFC fight was in 2000. And yeah, he's, but he's still fighting the UFC in 2024. So, so yeah. it's literally 20. Well, I mean, he wasn't in the UFC that whole time, but that's 25 years if you, you know, start counting at zero. So, yeah, um, that that's incredible. I mean, you know, it's a guy that's fought everyone, anyone and everyone uh, over the years. And here he is in the uh, fighting a real tough heavyweight, honestly, in Waldo Cortez Acosta. Yeah. Um, you know, so uh, yeah, I got to got to throw some love his way, but uh Take us through the uh, the rest of this uh, yeah. we'll do card, the, which is pretty pretty fun. We'll do card. the rundown, and then we'll do our best. Yeah, bets, we'll do our so. picks. Yeah, I got mine ready. So yeah, and, and then I'll go over something before we do our picks about. Okay. About it. But uh, everything's on ESPN Plus. Uh, prelims at uh, four Eastern time, and then the main card at seven Eastern time. So should be over before the end of the football playoffs. So football okay, cool. games. So. But uh, anyway, uh, kicks off with a flyweight fight: Joshua Van against Felipe Bun- Bunez. 
Uh, Joshua Van, guy at Flyweight to keep an eye on. So, mm-hmm. so if you're looking for some young prospects to keep an eye on, very first fight right there. Then we have a lightweight fight. Nicholas Motug against Tom Nolan. And a featherweight fight, Weston Wilson against Gene Silva. And then the bantamweight fight I talked about, Freed Basharat against Taylor Lapalus. Got another bantamweight fight, Marcus McGee against Gaston Boyanos. Then welterweights, uh, Matthew Simmelsberger taking on Preston Parsons. And then closing out the uh, prelims with the heavyweight fight, Andre Arlovsky against Waldo Cortez Acosta. And then your main card, five fights, uh, kicks off middleweight fight, Phil Hall, Phil Halls against Bruno Ferreira. Then we have another solid bantamweight fight here, Ricky Simone against Mario Batista. Both those guys are good. I think Batista's won. He's got a really good like winter going five five in a row and wow and seven of his last eight. You know, he debuted with a loss to Corey Sanhagen in 2019, and since then has won seven of eight. So yeah, really. Well, Simone had a loss in his last fight, but he had. I'm talking about Batista. Yeah. Oh, sorry, 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 sorry. Batista. Yeah, yeah. Simone lost his last fight to Song Yadong, but he won five in a row since then. Before then, so. then we have lightweight fight. I talked about Jim Miller against Gabriel Benitez. Then the Cobain event flyweight fight. Uh, Mateus Nikolaou against Benel Cop. Then the light heavyweight main event. Magomed Ankalaev and Johnny Walker run it back with hopefully a winner to be found yeah. this time. And uh, for those in Canada, reminder that uh, the uh, TSN no longer airing UFC. So the prelims, I assume, will be on Sportsnet. Um, they've been airing like nonstop every night. They got UFC on the on that station. Um, on Here's a question like, for you: Is Sportnet yeah. Sportnet going to be easier to watch UFC on? Or I think so. Yeah, yeah, because they so. got they got five or six different channels, and they actually put different programming on those channels. Yeah. So I do think that it will be easier, and their app is a lot better than the TSN app. So okay, um, I should be okay. I'm not paying for any extra though. So if they do what they did, the TSN Plus, they started putting that stuff some of that stuff on TSN plus what the last show um, I couldn't watch the prelims on at TSN at all. So what I ended up doing was um, I, I have a VPN and I, I went to like UK and I was watching UFC fight pass in UK to get the, the fights that way. That's the only way I could watch it. Yeah. Um, yeah. The, uh, what's his name? Um, well, I won't say who, but one of the, uh, one of the uh, higher known Canadian MMA writers sent me a DM and told me how to do it. <laughs> so, I'm not saying names. Um, okay. Well, I'm anybody, anybody who's listening in Canada, and if you're ever confused about where to go, follow Aaron Bronstetter. Yeah. He, he now works for Sportsnet. So, oh, uh, okay. Good for be, him. He just good took a, he took a position as their lead MMA guy this past. I was wondering. Know, start, about of that, year, so. start of the year. Start of the year. You know, he's always yeah. been a big Canadian. Canadian MMA journalist and you know he's he's with now Sportsnet the broadcaster and so so he'll he'll I'm sure you know he'll let everybody know which Sportsnet yeah. channel everything's going to be on I do uh, I do think they'll be a much better partner though um, yes just based on their history uh, certainly with WWE they are so sounds like Sportsnet's um, kind of similar to ESPN uh, their stuff well that's the funny thing is is TSN is actually like is ESPN like the, the graphics are the same? They, yeah. they have Sports Center, it's it's very much their sister stations, but Sportsnet is much more, they're so much better with WWE than TSN okay. is with AEW, for instance. So, um, I do think it'll be that way for UFC as well. So, but you said you wanted to say something about our picks before we got going, yeah, yeah. From uh, for now, you know, now on the on the best bets. Best bets. I'm following the Paul train. I'm doing two props and a, and I'm doing a parlay. And my parlays are always always going to be five fights. 
Okay. And I'm so I'm gonna switch to just doing three props then. You're I'm not gonna switch. bother with the parlays, yeah. Oh damn, I was hoping <laughs> Yeah. So I know I because I like your five fight parlay. I'm gonna go with you. I don't want to spend money on two parlays, so <laughs> I'll spend money on your parlay and I'll go with my okay. safe props. All so, right. All right. So uh I'll uh well you got yours already, right? Yeah. So okay, so I'll give you mine. Uh, uh Jim Miller's gonna beat Gabriel Benitez in the distance. Okay. So either submission or knockout. Uh, Andre Arlovsky and Waldo Cortez Ocasta will go over two and a half rounds. I have no idea who's going to win. I, I I believe I will fall asleep before <laughs> it's over. And uh, Magomed Ankalaev is going to knock out Johnny Walker. Okay. All right. And now we'll go yours. All right. My two uh, prop bets. I also have Jim Miller, but I'm going to save it by submission. Okay. And I also and my other one is Gene Silva inside the distance. Uh, over uh Weston Wilson. Yes, yes. Okay. And then for my five fight parlay, I'm going, and this is in order from, from when they fight. Uh Joshua Van, Matthew Simmelsberger, Ricky Simone, Jim Miller, Manel Cop. Simone Miller Cop. I, I really like that one. Honestly, if I was going to do a three-fight parlay, I think I would have had three of those guys on there anyway. So we would have yeah. just been repeating ourselves um, because those are probably Van, Miller, and Cobb are like the three I'm most confident in uh, on this card. So, um, yeah, I like that. Although no gimmies, uh, but I believe your guys are all favorites. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of – Cobb is a favorite for sure. Miller might not be. Miller uh, – that one's almost a coin flip, surprisingly. And – Vaughn is Vaughn is a moderate favorite. And then who else do you have? Ricky Simone. He could be an underdog. Uh, no, he's a slight favorite as well. And uh, who's your other guy? Semmelsberger. Uh, Preston Parsons. Uh, Semmelsberger is a very slight favorite. So that is going to pay probably a $20 bet. It's probably going probably gonna to net you about $150. Bucks. So um, that's not a bad, not a bad parlay at all. Um, all right, so that uh, that does it for UFC on ESPN 92. And now we got to talk about the guy who this segment's named for, Conor McGregor. Uh, he's back, as I'm sure you all know. Um, uh, you may have heard that he's uh, fighting at 185. Not official, official, right? Uh, he said 185, but until there's about agreement signed and it's announced by the UFC, who knows? I do believe that if it is 185, that he has a better chance. Okay. On my parlay, I did a quick thing. On my parlay, okay. on the five, five based on this calculator, if you bet 100 bucks and it all hits, the payout's 826. 826. So, was, so, that's, so. so that's, yeah, eight, eight to one. So I was eight, not far off. I said yeah, 150 eight, on a 20. Yeah. I was pretty close. Yeah. I didn't, yeah, I didn't, it was just going off the top of my head. So, yeah, even, yeah, I'm going to start doing, start doing that. You can bring up the calculator, but yeah, yeah, even on five favorites, you know, your payout still eight yep. extra money. So, yeah, no, and, and, uh, I will probably, I'll probably put a $50 bet on there. So I might make myself 400 bucks. So, um, so yeah, that's good. Um, but yeah, Connor's, Connor's back. I do, like I said, I do think that he has a better chance at 185. Um, 
because you know he's got so much more natural size than than uh, Chandler, and and the closer they get to one fifty five, I think it the odds swing in 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 Chandler's favor. But yeah, I still favor Chandler, but at one eighty five, I think it's a little bit more of a toss up. Yeah, personally. Yeah. And now, uh, yeah, it's June 29th, uh, Las Vegas. That's International yep. Fight Week this year. So uh, T Mobile, T Mobile. Yeah, okay. as far as I know, as far as I know, yes, the UFC has not announced it. They don't need to announce it right now. No. Right now, to be honest, because I mean, they got they're trying to they got so many shows right now that they're that they're coming on sale, and they don't really need to announce it until. I mean, I could see them possibly Probably. announcing it on the on the pay per view on the pay per view next weekend, but they don't really need to make it official till about March, right? When are they in Vegas April? again? March or April? April for uh, well, for uh, they're in Vegas at the T Mobile for UFC three hundred. I think that should okay. Be oh yeah, right, yeah. yeah. So that and honestly, that's probably right around the time they'll put tickets yeah. on sale. Yeah, yeah, around that time, and you know, probably actually more like late April, early May. So okay, so to be on, to be honest, and uh, for those like wondering why it's not on UFC 300, honestly, UFC 300 with I think the hype alone for the for the 300 name, I don't think they need Connor on it. You know, you may want to just do a separate show though, and I and I think they want 300 to have title fights on it. And like I real, think, yeah. I don't think you can do the way Connor, the way his contract is, is he's supposed to be the only one, one getting pay per view points on a card. So, do you think they'll so, add a second title fight to that show? Add a, add a title fight to that show to three hundred to three hundred. Well, I mean, they don't have a title fight yet. Oh, I all, thought they did. Okay. At all, but I do expect two title fights on that show. Okay, um, yeah, and and then obviously the Connor show w- won't need a title fight and won't have a title fight. Yeah, because um, that's they're okay with ESPN's okay with uh, with a non-title uh, pay per view if Connor's on it. Yeah, there's certain people they'll make exceptions for. They'll make they'll make, they've made exceptions for Nate Diaz, exceptions for Connor McGregor, and I'm sure they make an exception for John Jones if that case ever came. All up. right. Um, but yeah, and, that's, and Maz, uh, they did Masvidal when Masvidal was was hot, but you know he's gone. And even if he, he, you know, even though he said he's unretired and talk about boxing and possibly MMA again, I don't think you know he'll he he'll be that draw he was. So probably not. No, I mean I think a fight with Connor would draw, but um, even if Connor loses, I think that is a fight that would draw. But especially if they did it in Miami, although I don't think they would do a Connor fight in Miami, but that would be a big draw in Miami. I think. Like, I'm kind of distracted a second. Dana White's on on Instagram. Oh uh, no! Yeah, well, he said something about Tuesday. He said something about Tuesday night after matchmaking announcing fights, and here it is. Oh, Tuesday night. So I'm trying to see if there's anything. Okay. So, so well, kinda... just, I want to clarify something. You did say that it's not announced, but like you're saying, they didn't announce the location, but the fight is definitely announced. Conor McGregor made the announcement. The UFC has not said anything. Neither is. Oh, okay, okay. So, so that's what technically I mean this it. fight is not official. Yeah, but I mean it's it's happening. Yeah, he uh, he said. Okay, Dana said tomorrow he's going to announce. Okay, announce. they said they're going to. So do we match. record. We're recording <laughs> this on Tuesday. Yeah. So Wednesday, he said. Yeah, I'm looking at uh, looking at Twitter right now. They said they said they're doing matchmaking. They usually do it on Tuesdays, but I think. Today was everybody's first day back at 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 the office since since you know before Christmas, so they said a little too crazy at the office. So 
matchmaking talk will be done tomorrow. Okay, that's okay. Okay, cool. So it'll probably be out there as you're listening to this. Um, yeah. and hopefully, uh, you know, weekly thing, we might get some news break in while we're recording. Um, yeah. you know, if, if Dana's going to be doing this every week, but uh, I don't anything else you wanted to add on the Connor thing? Nope, nope. I mean, uh, it'll just be interesting to see what weight it actually is coming in at, and uh, yeah. And, you know, that's, that's about it. I think, um, if, did they, I'm just looking. Oh, yeah, and I was going to see if they, I'm sure there's sites that have odds on there. And I would I would say, too, like, if, if it's at 185, you probably maybe put a few bucks on Connor. But if it's at 170 or 155, you probably want to bet on Chandler because I think that the odds will be in Connor's favor at first. And then they'll, when the money starts coming in, it'll be all on Chandler. And that's when the, the odds are going to drop for Chandler. So you, if you want to bet on Chandler, you probably want to get your bets in early. Would would be my would be my suggestion. Yeah. Um, all right, uh, and then uh, we we have our we normally do our uh, fight announcements, but I mean we've been off for so long. There's been a million things announced, um, cards and headliners and title fights, and like I said, I don't even know what's official and what's not. Yeah. But uh, I mean, you've got a list there, I'm sure that you want. Yeah, to I didn't. Have, I didn't keep my ones. list. I didn't keep okay. my list updated, so I'm just gonna we're just gonna kind of go. Oh, I'm gonna kind of go over the fights, the fight cards we have through the end of March, and okay. kind of like what fights I know were announced during our time off. So okay, so uh, starting nothing. with I guess 298 because we already talked about uh, yeah, there's last. Nothing. There's nothing. Well, I was starting with 297, but uh, but then I'm just kind of going through uh through uh yeah we we t- i don't know if we talked about this one but uh the uh february 3rd show at the apex has uh hanato moicano against drew dober in the co-main event uh okay that's not a not a bad card uh bad which, card. which one's that february uh, fe- february 3rd the show headlined by roman delize and nasrdin imavov gotcha yeah i'm looking at it right now yeah okay so, the next week and is is the UFC fight night with uh, Jack Hermanson against Joe Pfeiffer in the main event. I think um, we talked about that one already. Yeah, I don't think there's anything added to that one. But UFC 298, and because uh, I'm trying to – I know a lot of these fights that got announced yeah. after – after uh, I know the fights that got announced after the last pay-per-view, and we haven't done a show since before then. So uh, UFC 298, Anaheim, California, is headlined by Volkanovski and Superia. Uh, we got That's Murata. a fight that was originally booked for Toronto, right? Yes, yes. Yeah. We got uh, Rob Dolly against Henry Suda. I think that one was announced. Uh, we also got Jeff Neal against Ian Ian Gary. That's, That's definitely one. new because he That's was he was yeah. fighting on the he was supposed to be fighting on the card that we yeah. uh the last card. Yeah. Uh, we also have Tatiana Suarez against Amanda Lemos at uh Strawweight. There's there's that one. Uh Taitu Ivas against Marcin Tabura at heavyweight. Mm-hmm. And uh supposed to have this hasn't been signed, and it's always crazy with with one of these people. But uh, but Robert Whitaker against Paulo Costa. That's also oh. supposed to be on that show. So okay, so we got that. Uh, so all right, February seventeenth, uh, February twenty fourth, uh, Mexico City. Uh, Brandon Moreno against Al- Amir Albazi. That's actually going to be the main event. And, and this uh, is not a pay per view. This is a pay-per-view. fight night in Mexico night in Mexico City. City. Mexico okay. City. And uh co main event is also five rounds. It's uh Yair Rodriguez against Brian Ortega. So we got this is a really big card. Really big card, yeah. Yeah. Originally originally the Rodriguez Ortega fight was gonna be the main event, but I think they 
they've realized that Moreno's probably the bigger draw than uh, Rodriguez. Yeah. And I, I think that's true. I believe I, I agree. I agree. And you also got a really interesting strawweight fight on that card with uh, Yasmin Uruguay and Sam yeah. Hughes. Yeah, also got Raul Rosas Jr. against Ricky Tur- Turquios on that card. So, yeah. Wow. That's yeah. so that's that's a man. They're not making it easy for Rosas, <laughs> which uh, is good. Yeah, it's yeah, good. I guess. I mean, but it didn't work out so well for Bellator and Aaron Pico, yeah. but um all right. That that's uh, that's yeah. a that's gonna be a big card and, and Mexico City is gonna that place is gonna go nuts for this card. Yeah. Then we have uh the following week, March second is uh Saudi Arabia. Nothing really announced. Uh the only really thing that we we didn't that was announced during our break, uh flyweight fight Mohammed Mokayev against Alex Perez. So yeah, that won't be the main event, but that's a cool fight. Event, no, but it's a good fight. Now here's the big one coming coming up between now and the end of March. UFC 299 and in Miami. Now this yeah. card is absolutely loaded. Like, good lord, like, I'm looking absolutely at it. Holy loaded. crap! Okay, so I'm going to start from the top, and I'm going to go through every single fight on this card because it's it's something. It's a it's a hell of a show. Uh, we got the main event, which is Sean O'Malley defending the bantamweight title against Marlon Vera. Uh, we have a co-main event that's also five rounds, lightweights. Dustin Poirier against Benoit Saint Denis. I mean, that's a that's a big fight for Benoit Saint Denis. No and, uh, kidding, Poirier. I can't believe he took that fight. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's <laughs> Poirier, Poirier's got that dog in him, and he's coming off that loss to uh, Gaethje. So, I mean, yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot for you know. He's got a lot to bounce back from, but yeah, that's a hell of a fight. Five rounds. Benoit better call out, call out Connor if he beats Poirier. I'm just telling you that right now. Benoit, if he beats Poirier, he needs to be calling out Islam. Well, yeah, I'm just talking money. Cares about Connor. <laughs> yeah, right I know. That's like Connor return. This is first. Yeah. Okay. We also have, okay, here's one welterweight fight Gilbert Burns against Jack Della Maddalena. Wow. Another welterweight fight Kevin Holland against Michael Venom Page. Michael Venom Page did officially sign with the UFC. During our break, and he is fighting Kevin Holland in his debut, which we said was the right fight for him to come in, to come in. So yeah, that's that's on that show. Heavyweight fight: Curtis Blades against Jonathan Almeida. Well, women's flyweight fight: Caitlin Chukagian against Macy Barber. Lightweight fight: Matus Gemro against Rafael dos Anjos. Pair of bantamweight fights: Piotr Jan against Song Yudong. Okay, stop <laughs> stop there before you get to the second. How many fights is that? That's eight you announced, right? That's eight so far. Every single one of those eight fights would be a main event most weeks. Yeah. And like, also, I'm not even joking. Like, every one of those fights was a main event fight. And even the next one could could be well, close. Pedro, yeah. Pedro Munoz against Kyler Phillips. Yeah, I mean, so, that's, no. that's that's why I stopped you there. Yeah. And then we, have, you know. then we have a middleweight fight. Michelle Pereira against Mikhail Oleksiejczyk. Like that's that a, could be a main event. That's a nuts fight because both those yeah. guys stand on the feet and trade. You have yeah. flyweights, CJ Vergara against Asu Almabayev. And then the heavyweight fight, the probably the opener, is that Robelis Despange guy we were talking oh, about. Oh, that guy from Cuba who's who's yeah, won like his four last wins three. in like 14 seconds. Well, he, or his first his first win was four minutes fifty-four seconds, but his last three wins have been a combined nineteen seconds. <laughs> and he's fighting Josh our Brazian. guy, our, yeah, the Your punching guy. bag. Yeah, 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 the fat Moxley. Um, <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, guy who, guy who he's supposed to beat knockout, so. Yeah, yeah. that, oh, my God. But that, that is, fight, uh, my God, that's going to be, that's going to be a great show. That's, that's a March 9th. 
March that's 9th. a card night right there. And then yeah. after that's March 16th. Nothing announced for that, really. Uh, yeah, there's just yeah. Uh, Odie Osborne. Uh, yeah, yeah, Odie Osborne. Uh, March 23rd. No main event announced, but a couple fights. Uh, Bantamweight fight: Davy Grant against Cody Gibson. That's a great matchup. Right that's there. when. When's that one on? The t- uh, March twenty third at the Apex. Okay, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm on. Oh yeah, there we go. Yeah, I'm on. Uh, and then I've got and then, uh, Ricardo Ramos against Julian Arosa. Uh, yeah, yeah, I got that. And then let's two forty one, or yeah. we have. Uh, from yeah, I know. Yeah, there's a dead link on uh, yeah. on Wiki. Um, so I've yeah, got it up here. I got it up here to to Atlantic City on March 30th. Uh, you got Aaron Blanchard against Manon Fioro, um, and Roba against Lupi Godinez, Andre Petroski against Jacob Malkoon, Chris Weidman against Bruno Silva, Dominic Reyes <sighs> against Carlos Olberg. Like Weidman's getting knocked out again. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It's a tough yeah. one. That's a, I mean, that, that could, this could be a sneaky good card. Like, yeah. I mean, it's already starting out pretty good. Yeah. You, then, got, uh, you got five or six really strong fights there. Yeah. April 6th uh, at the Apex. Same night as the first night of WrestleMania, but uh, it's got uh, Marvin Vittori against Brendan Allen in the main event. So it's like almost like a title eliminator. Yeah. So that's a good one. And then UFC 300, the first four fights announced for that show, April 13th, you got a lightweight Lightweight title eliminator, Charles Oliveira against Armin Sarukian. Hell of a fight right there. Uh, light heavyweight fight, Yuri Prochaski against Alexander Rakic. You got Aljamain Sterling moving up to featherweight against Calvin Cater. And then Bo Nickel against Cody Brundage. So so they gave him a real opponent. Yeah. Well, kind of. Kind of. Um, and then Leon Edwards and Bilal Muhammad is kind of rumored for that show. but Rumored and also is Alex Pereira in a title fight, which there's been a lot of rumors about him and Aspidal fighting for the interim heavyweight title. So Really? So, wow. But I think, but I think uh, uh, we'll have to see. I think I think Jamal Hill is ready to come back sooner than anticipated. So could be against what? Jamal Hill. Cody Brundage coming off a knockout. Uh, just a couple months ago. So. Yeah, he had that slam, or the slam knockout. Ago, yeah. yeah, the slam knockout. But then you know he took the easy, the illegal elbow DQ win, and then wasn't he losing before that slam knockout yeah. too? Yeah, yeah. Well, it happened so it happened so early that you really can't yeah. say. But uh, he's gonna get he's gonna get wasted yeah. by Nickel. Uh, but that I mean that'll be the one that kind of puts him on the radar. And I mean the next fight's gonna have to be against like a a guy somewhere in like twenty to thirty in the rankings, like yeah. probably. Yeah. Would would be you know, and by the end of the year he should be fighting ranked guys, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Um. But yeah. So you have three hundred, and that is uh, April thirteenth. So the week after yeah. WrestleMania. Yeah. Yeah. The um, week after WrestleMania, and then of course, you know, by the time you listen to the show, there might be more fights for that show announced. Yeah. And some are, you, are you? Are uh, you? Are you going to three hundred? Uh, I'm. My my schedule is undecided. Okay. Let's just leave it okay. at that. I'm in Nevada next week, but I'm uh, not going to Vegas, actually, believe it or not. I might go for a day, but uh, we'll talk off air about that. But, yeah, yeah, you already told me about that. So Yeah, yeah, no, just we something else I specifically we've got to talk about, but I will uh, yeah. we'll do that off air. Um, all right. So, uh, yeah, so that is the schedule for uh, coming up. So, yeah, a lo- lot of stuff uh, got announced. And like I said, I... I when I was doing the show with Josh, I was like a lot of these fights I hadn't I didn't even know about. So I, I am uh fresh up with it now. The other big news that uh has uh I guess 
technically is in effect now is uh, the new UFC drug testing policy. Yeah. Um, so they're no longer using USADA. Um, they're too. using what's the name of the company? Drug Free Sport International. Right. So they do a lot of the major sports, right? Uh, baseball. They NBA. work with MLB, NFL, FIFA, PGA, NCAA, NASCAR. They work with other. Okay, so not sports. NBA, but but all those other yeah. ones. Um, and uh, so, essentially, what what are the highlighted changes that we know about, or do we know anything? No, uh, nothing major. I will say the big, the biggest change probably comes to fighters who declare retirement. It, it right. had been it had been six months, 180 days before beforehand. Now it's just if you say you're retired and you want to come back, from what I if what I read is correct, you only need to submit two two negative tests and then you're right. back in. And the other thing is you could actually fail a test and not doesn't disqualify from you from fighting as long as you do two clean ones, right? As long as you two do two clean ones in a row. Yeah. So say yeah. you say you're TJ Dillashaw, and you're coming back. You're coming. You're wanting to come back, and you submit a te- test, and you fail something because you took some stuff while your your time time off. You fail a test. Well, okay, okay. And then three weeks later, you submit a test, and it's clean. And then a week after that, you submit another test, and it's clean. There, you're back. Okay. And are they? Do they have the same like um, parameters? Like for failing like you know automatic six months or two years you know whatever or is it ufc's discretion uh, i guess it's technically always been ufc's discretion right but yeah. they were just following usada's recommendations yeah yeah it's seems like the arbitration and everything is the same okay okay same. and the the commissions will um they're, they're okay with working with drug-free america like they're you sure. know, none, yeah. of the, none of the state commissions have any issues okay no so that's cool all right so that is already in effect as we speak and and i guess the other thing is too is they won't be doing the 6 a.m testing and stuff like that no no they right. still will be they still will oh be. really they're, they're oh, okay. Still told, okay they're still told 24 7 365 Okay. Okay. And and same thing. You have to declare where you're going. And um, if you're not going to be available, you have to let them know. And if you don't show up for a schedule, it counts as yeah. a failure and stuff like that. Yeah. 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 I believe so. They have the still the whereabouts stuff, which, yeah. which they basically want to know, know where you're at. For, yeah. 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 But, but if you're, you know, like, you know, you're going to be like on, you know, vacation with the wife or something like that, yeah. like you're, you can, you can let them know you're not available. Right. Um, all right. And then it's UFC pay-per-view experiments. So I, I do know a little bit about this. So they're they're looking at the idea of if you buy early, you can save money, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, for uh, now, this, for what I know is so far, it's just UFC 297, 297 but uh, it's pay-per-views. They did, ESPN did not raise the price this year for first time in several years where they didn't raise so the that price. That tells so you a little bit of something about 70, last year's 79, business. 79.99. They're doing a thing now where if you order – by the Monday before the show, uh, you get it for ten dollars less, so for sixty nine ninety nine. So okay. uh, this is kind of kind of experiment to see what they do. Now I know most people when it comes to pay per views, it's generally you decide the day of day of somebody like me who I know I'm getting it regardless. Regardless, I'm usually ordering about Tuesday or Wednesday. I'll take advantage of that in order. Yeah, order you know this weekend, you know, and, and get the ten bucks off, but. uh Will it make a difference overall? You know, I'm not 100 percent sure that'll make a huge difference overall, but it could. You never know. I, I think where it might make a difference would be if 
um, they actually um, like if you were able to bundle. I don't think they're going to yeah. do that, but I think yeah. that might. So if you could buy like three, four pay per views for the price yeah. of three, something like that, maybe. Yeah. yeah. But, now who knows? Who knows? I mean, this is this could be just a one time thing, and they they're where they're kind of evaluating evaluating things. And I do think this will only be for certain shows. I don't. I don't think this okay. will apply to a Connor show or a John Jones show or or a UFC three hundred or even a UFC two ninety nine when we're talking yeah. about that. But when yeah, you look that at Jack UFC, card, yeah. But when you look at UFC two ninety seven, Sean Strickland against Dragon's Two Play C in the main event, Raquel Pennington against Myra Bueno Silva, and then your only other like fights on the card Arnold Allen against Mozart, Eve Loyev and and uh what uh Neil Magna against Mike Malott, like that's not a big show. So no, so I mean, uh, Mike Malad, I mean, it's a big fight for him, but that's, you know. It's like, not, like when you're looking at it, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I saw somebody say, say UFC's determined to one of these days put on a pay-per-view card of of 10 fighters from the Contender Series and charge you 100 bucks for it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's exactly. basically where we're headed, so. And people will pay for it, so, <laughs> you know. Yeah, yeah, but them doing this may, makes the show like, you know, yeah. maybe they're – you know, there was going to come a time where a price was going to be, was going to be like, is it too much? Well, and, and, and we may have, we may have, they, might have, they might have, might have hit it with the seventy nine ninety nine. Yeah. Yeah. Because I mean that the fact that they didn't raise it again this year tells you something about last yeah. year. Yeah. I think. Yeah. yeah. And everybody wanted to complain about raising the price. First off, it's an ESPN, a Disney ESPN call a hundred percent. 100% UFC, UFC just goes along with what they say. And the only reason they were raising them was because people were buying them in droves. So, yeah. you know, that's... And and here's a the secret. Here's a not-so-bold prediction. Uh, it'll be, we'll call it a bonus one. Uh, they might go up to eighty nine ninety nine right before the Connor fight. <laughs> I would not be surprised if that one's a, a standalone price. Oh, okay. So, like, 100 maybe even. Well, um, eighty nine ninety nine standalone price. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah I, don't, I don't think they could go up to eighty nine ninety nine, nine eighty nine. No, I mean they might. If they, if it's a standalone, to, they could even go up to a hundred. Yeah, I don't think they'll go up to to ninety bucks for ninety bucks starting there, and then the next next pay per view they're going to give you give you his headline headline by you know. So. You yeah, know, yeah, no, but I'm just Meyer, saying. Meyer like, Bueno Silva against Juliana Pena. Yeah. If they're going to do, but if they're going to do a standalone price, I mean, they might it might go up more than ten bucks, like for Connor. Yeah. You know, like yeah, they could but, they could do it, especially you know depending on what they put on the undercard too. Um, yeah, but, but for I Connor, I mean, they got to they got to make their ESPN, money there. I don't know that ESPN will do it, and ESPN will do it for just that. So I, I but I will say that you're probably not getting the Connor fight for seventy nine bucks. Uh, it's you know whatever. We'll yeah, we'll see. Um, all right, so that's gonna do it. Um, we uh we we put in our time here. We almost got to the ninety minutes. Uh, Ryan, uh, I guess uh, remind the people and especially any new listeners uh, where they can uh, read and see your stuff. You can see read my UFC event recaps in the uh, newly formatted Wrestling Observer newsletter. Uh, you know, yeah. every week that there's shows, and then front page front page coverage of the of each UFC event on uh, Figure Four F4W Online, WrestlingObserver.com, whichever web link you use, and uh, then I'm on Twitter at Ryan J Frederick. Been taking a, trying to take a social media break over over the last couple of weeks to you know just so, but uh, I'll be back on there at least when fights are going on. I'll be on there. Yeah. 
And I'm on there as well at Paul Ace Fontaine. He's at Brian J. Frederick. Um, and I got a busy week this week on uh, on this very network. So later on uh, tonight, as you're listening, I'll be doing the Dynamite Show with Jeff Hawkins uh, on the Fiking Media YouTube channel. And we'll have the audio up in your audio feed uh, tomorrow morning, um, bright and early when you get up for your job, drive to work, if that's how you want to listen to us. Um, and then on Thursday, I'm doing... Um, I'm guest hosting uh, Speaking a Strong Style with Jeremy Feinstone. We're going to be talking some New Japan. Uh, that's on the YouTube channel, and I think the audio goes up on the audio feed, but I'm not 100% positive of that. So you might only be able to watch us live on YouTube. Uh, that's at uh, – or, well, you can watch us later too, but 5.30 Eastern on uh, on Thursday afternoon. And then I'm also doing the wrap this weekend with Keila Cash and Scott Young uh, on uh, Salty Scott on uh on talking all things wwe so that'll drop on monday morning in your audio feed so a lot of stuff this weekend for me i'm sorry but i got asked and i'm uh i'm going on holiday soon so i'm getting getting some audio in so um so all that out of the way for ryan i've been paul and ryan take us home like you always do i hope everybody enjoyed the show have a great week and enjoy the fights this weekend later when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.